Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of Yins Are Good, the podcast that shares the good stuff that's happening out there and celebrates the good people who are making it happen. I'm your host, Tressa Glover, and I'm thrilled that you're joining us today. So in our last episode, uh, I put a call out, if you will, uh, asking for your favorite holiday memories, ones that make you smile, ones that do your soul good, uh, in the hopes that by sharing them with each other, we could help each other get through this particularly challenging 2020 holiday season. I also posted this on our Facebook page, fill in the blank. When I think of the holidays, a memory that always makes me smile is blank. And from that post, we received a bunch of responses, and you will be hearing those today. And I am confident that they'll indeed put a smile on your face. I also want to give a shout out to an old and dear friend, Kristen, also known as Kristal. Uh, who listens in from the Lancaster, PA area, usually when she's walking the family's dog. So I just wanted to send love out to you, Kristen, and to your family. And I hope you're all well. So before we launch into your holiday memories and another round of Name That Neighborhood, of course, just a reminder to share with us any story Share with us a time when someone somehow made your life better. Call us 1-833-399-GOOD and leave us a voicemail. Or email us at yinsaregood at gmail.com. Or go ahead and post your story on our Facebook page. And we'll share it, of course, on the podcast as well. And now, let's get to the good stuff. So here are your responses to when I think of the holidays, a memory that always makes me smile is Phyllis says, I remember growing up going to at least five or six family members' houses, eating a little something at every house. It was having a week of family gatherings in one day, being festive, a different family in all the different houses. From Pudgy, Christmas Day when uncles, aunts, and cousins would visit. The kids played with their toys while our dad and his brothers drank shots and sang. Two great songs were Way Marie and Uncle Jumbo would sing Ave Maria. He had a great voice. Love the memories of family. From Ricardo, that every year we had a contest as to who could make my mom laugh so hard that water would come out of her nose during dinner. Linda. Our love for each other, then seeing who got the best gift for Uncle Jeff. From Sandra, me and my brother sneaking to see what's under the tree. From David, footy pajamas. Steve-O says, my dad drinking Carling's Black Label beer and smoking Winston's, staying up all night to soak the Polish Christmas tort layers in coffee over and over. And On a note, I actually Googled Polish Christmas tort because I'd never heard of it. And let me just tell you, first of all, it seems like there are different iterations of it. Um, But 
whatever way you go, it looks delicious and fantastic. So I suggest to you all to Google that as well, the Polish Christmas tort. From Cookie, the kids being so excited while wearing their new pajamas. Linda says, falling off the stage when I played a Christmas tree in our grade school Christmas play. And how when my dad told the story, he told me he said, Timber! But my mom told me he was the first one up to see if I was okay. <laughs> and Linda, I did reply on our Facebook page as well. Since you were okay, that really is hilarious. <laughs> uh, from Trisha. And that's my friend Trisha, actually, that I mentioned uh, way back in one of our earlier episodes. Big Christmas Eve party at my parents' house every year. From Mike. All our extended family getting together under one roof at a cabin in Jennerstown. Fun times that I wish we could go back to. So many good memories there. And I do have to say that Mike is actually my cousin, Mike. And when I read this post, I thought, I am going to give him a call and talk a little bit about that because I have the same memories of Jennerstown as some of my fondest ones. Uh, when, as he said, our whole extended family would get together. And so this is, I've talked about in a previous podcast, my mom's family, the Italian side. Well, my dad, it's my Irish side, and he's also one of six kids. So do the math. There are many of us there. Uh, and for several years, we would all go up, and it really ranged from anywhere from 20 or to probably 35 or 40 of us would stay in this house at least Wednesday through Friday to celebrate Thanksgiving. And I gave Mike a call and here's a little bit of what we talked about. So are there any um, specific memories or times that jump out at you? I, the when one you... I always remember, which is probably one of the, probably the last one that Nana was there for. Was yeah. us all huddled out in the snow on the deck watching a Steeler game on Thanksgiving. Yeah. The coin flip game is what they call it now. And yes indeed. And we're sitting out and I there was I don't even remember where the TV came from, but it had metal cups and it had aluminum foil and all kinds of stuff and people <laughs> holding it in certain directions to try and catch this feed because it's out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, and this was twenty plus years ago in the middle of nowhere. So just couldn't get a signal reliably and we're sitting out there watching it and our grandparents are on the other side of the glass uh, pep pep was there cutting potatoes i remember and you know he's 80 years old or whatever he is cutting potatoes while i think he said all the all you idiots were outside watching a football game in the snow <laughs> and and, I, yeah. and I, I remember too when we discovered you know yeah we wheel that tv out there and the rabbit ears. And I think it was, I thought it was your dad and my dad. They had their hands on the antenna and the picture got better. And that's when we realized that metal was helping it. And they took off their wedding rings <laughs> and we taped those to, right. to the rabbit ears. And then like you were saying, and then we just kept adding metal things. Yeah. And just kept going and trying to find the right, right direction for the, to pick up the signal. And it was just, <laughs> And it was a small TV that it, there's got to be 15 people huddled around it trying to see the the scrambled you know, <laughs> picture that's coming in with barely any audio. It was. 
And my dad pulled, that's what, and my, my dad pulled his car around and played, I remember that and played the oh, radio, right. like my, like Myron Cope and played it. So we were listening to uh-huh. that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cold. Right. It, it was so cold. You know, the, it was a, I'd say probably half the times we were there. Cause we went for what, 15, maybe 15, 20 years or so. Yeah. And yeah. probably half the time it snowed and was cold on Thanksgiving. Now this year it was warm, but yeah, you know, at least half the time we were up there, it was cold and it was snowing. <laughs> and in this case, it was certainly cold and it was snowing and just, but it was probably, oh that was probably the last time that everybody was there at the same time. Yeah, a, I think you're right. It's a good memory from that aspect. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, yep, and we played yeah that one know, football every year. Oh my gosh! With uh... do you remember? Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say I think it was one of it was one of the last years because it used to be. However, we picked the teams. It was mixed up a little bit, but then as our generation got older, and our parents' generation was like, "Wait a minute, they're much bigger than us now," <laughs> and so they did a draft. Right. I remember that, like our parents like sitting around the table and actually doing a draft to try to make it more even. Right. Absolutely. Because yeah. Yeah. You know, your dad, I think was complaining about his hips or whatever. And <laughs> yes. I played one year with a broken arm. I had had a, <gasps> Oh my gosh. That's right. So I put a, um, I don't know. We probably used a, uh, a, a bread bag or something and put over top of it. So I didn't get water <laughs> in it. And uh, it was good. Just, you know, it worked that we had cousins wise. We were from you know, a wide range. So there was some older, some younger. I was kind of in the middle there, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. So it was a good blend. Everybody got along. And we could it we was. could do that kind of stuff together. It wasn't like there was a huge, uh, wasn't competition. It wasn't anything like that. It was just everybody got together and had fun. We had fun. And I remember the one year, the Turkey Bowl, we used. <laughs> For, you know, flag football, but we use the dinner napkins. Oh, that's right. The like cloth dinner napkins. I think that my mom had brought up. Uh-huh. And because, uh, of course, we were playing this game while they were all cooking. How nice of yes. us. And <laughs> and I remember, oh, they were because here we are with the dinner, na- the nice dinner napkins hanging from our sides. <laughs> that we're supposed to use. In the snow and the mud. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were in trouble for that. No, but it was great that it was it's a. You know, we're, you're up in the woods and there's no, I mean, this was before internet and all that stuff anyway, but there was really nothing to do other than bond and have fun and, you know, trivial pursuit and different kinds of games and just, <laughs> just do that. It was nice. Again, you know, some were from Pittsburgh, some were from, uh, we, once we moved out towards the Philadelphia area, we came back every year for that. Our uncles from California mm-hmm. would come in every couple of years. I think they'd rotate through. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we always had a good group of family there together all the time. And now, you know, our grandparents have passed away. A couple uncles have passed away. So you can't recreate that again. Maybe nice to do it with our own kids and kind of yeah. move it on. Yeah. I think that the house was on Airbnb for a while. I'm not sure if it's still there or not. Oh my gosh. But you know, to go back and do that again, we couldn't recreate what we had, but to to see it in the next iteration of another generation would be neat. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, it was just a you know the 
perfect confluence of events that there was availability of a house that could hold all whatever uh, probably what 20 or 25 of us at that point i think i probably even closer to 30 35 it could be and then and one like water when everyone heater. was there so it was a race to take a shower because <laughs> there was one water heater for the five or six bathrooms plus the sinks plus everything else and if, if you didn't get a shower then or if you didn't get first in the shower then it was either cold or you were waiting a while Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever took a warm shower there because I, you know, I'm not a morning person per se. <laughs> so I was always like, all right, fine. I I have no idea what a warm shower feels like no. there. But it was no. good that everybody kind of had their groups. There were us um, younger boys who were all within the same general age range. You know, some of you guys were older, so you guys were able to, to do your thing together. It was a good a good mix, a good blend. And I think everybody had fun. We still, we're in a, I'm in a fantasy football league with a bunch of, the, with Sean and Nathan and Brian or Sean and Nathan and Jeffrey and Matt and Andrew and I, and you know, we all stay in touch yeah. and it's good. I think that was probably the foundation of it, but our family was close throughout. You know, we were always at birthday parties together and saw each other on a regular basis. And it was good. I think that that was one of the really nice things about everybody still living in the general Pittsburgh areas that were most live there could all you know, mm-hmm. see each other and stay in touch regularly and, and do things together. Oh, yeah. And I think that's good. I saw some meme on the, uh, or whatever those are called gift meme, something on the internet that said <laughs> your cousins are really your first friends in life. And that's kind of true because ah. it's the people you're, you're kind of forced to spend time with because <laughs> it's family. And so you get to know everybody and, and do those types of things. And I think it's a good foundation like we were talking about staying up at night and watching or i mean playing trivial pursuit in the the big open room of the the house at thanksgiving or we all sat down and watched planes trains and automobiles every week or every year yes those types of things would always always carry on we still watch it to this day now we'll text message back and forth my brothers and i about it or something (laughs) so it's those things are really and, good. We we actually played Trivial Pursuit via Zoom two nights ago, Thanksgiving night. Oh, that's was. awesome. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And every time planes, trains, and automobiles, every time I watch it, I think of you guys. Right. Because you're the ones who brought always brought it. Yeah. So it's that kind of stuff that was just a good, a good experience that was, I think, at the right time for all of us. Oh, but such great memories. I just, we were all so lucky to be able to share those with each other. Uh, oh, and I did want to clarify, because I'm not sure if you could hear it, but the Steeler game, to which we were referring, um, was that the infamous coin flip game, and you all know what I mean by that, um, Bettis was involved. So that's the game we were talking about. Oh, my gosh. One of my favorite memories. Um, and for the connection there, Mike's dad and my dad are brothers. There were... Five boys and one girl. God bless my aunt for that um, <laughs> in that family. So um, that's uh, how our connection goes there. And thanks again so much, Mike. What a great, what a great chat um, that we had. Continuing on with your favorite holiday memories here. From Panay, when we were younger, Scott had to write a Thanksgiving poem. So Robin Ann was going to help him. So she said, what do you have so far? 
I can see him sitting at the table on Fern Road, clear as day. He said, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. In fact, I thought about this a few hours ago and said out loud, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. (laughs) I promise you that's true. From Jerry, being with Suzanne. From Debbie, laughter and parents. John says, my dad and his family. Patty, my family. Michelle, grandma's house. From Jean, memories. Michael says, Alice's restaurant on WDVE at noon on Thanksgiving. So yeah, um... As many of you probably know, so the station here, WDVE 102.5, does play uh, that classic Arlo Guthrie song at noon. Um, And actually, radio stations all across the country play this throughout the course um, of Thanksgiving. But uh, here in Pittsburgh, uh, they've been doing it, I think, at least 34, 35 years now that they've been playing it at noon uh, every Thanksgiving. Continuing on. Vicky says, my family where I was a kid. Randy, decorating the tree, sled riding down our hill, and braving Trunnick Hill with my brothers, then my uncle and aunt coming over Christmas Day with piles of goodies and presents. Kid-style good times. Recreating them now for my kiddos. Makes me wonder what they'll remember. One year I was sick. I remember that one, too. And last but not least, from Mike, the Eaton Park Christmas tree commercial. Yes. And if you're not familiar, perhaps if you're from outside the area, YouTube that. Um, Eaton Park is a restaurant chain here in Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, I think. Uh, And such a classic, you know that the Christmas season is beginning when you see that commercial. Thank you all so much for sharing these. I can tell you that you absolutely at least have put a smile on my face as I was reading all of these as they were coming in and then getting to share them with you all, our podcast audience now. Thank you. Yins are good. And yes, it is time for Name That Neighborhood. Hello, Don. Hi, Tressa. (laughs) Uh, Are you ready for round nine of Name That Neighborhood? I I, I suppose uh, a yes is in order. Okay, fair enough. I'm glad. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. All right. So the neighborhoods from which you are choosing. So we had several people connecting with us and sharing their memories with us um, to two of the neighborhoods uh, where folks are from Squirrel Hill and Mm. Mars PA. Mars PA. Yes. That's like another planet. (laughs) Oh boy. You're ready for this. I can tell. Let's get to it.
There will be four questions for you. Number one. This neighborhood is located along Breakneck Creek. Is there is there more? There's not more. I know it's so brief for me. Mars. Correct, Mars. Starting off well. You are starting off well. So well, yes. I, I'm yeah. thinking that you might not have a creek on a hill. See, you're just too smart. <laughs> you're just too smart. So Mars uh, is located in a small valley. There you go. Uh, along Brigneck Creek. And so that creek actually is a tributary of Conequinessing Creek. Good for me. Um, and so actually, so Breakneck forms in Bakerstown, which is in Allegheny County. And then it flows northwest through Valencia, which is in Butler County. And then it continues northwest and it goes through the boroughs of Mars, Callery, and Evans City. Wow. Yeah. All right. One for one, you. And are you ready? <laughs> Number I'm two. Ready. Fabulous. The Morrowfield Apartment Hotel opened in this neighborhood in 1924. Mm. Let us say the Hill of Squirrels. The Hill of Squirrels is correct. All right. So, okay. So, yeah, this, do you know anything about the Morrowfield Apartment Hotel? I really didn't either. So, um, this was uh, the crowning gem of a visionary real estate developer, Thomas A. Watkins. And uh, so again, like I said, it opened in 1924 and it was designed to be an elegant apartment hotel combining the amenities of both. And it costs about $1.5 to build at the time. And to give you an idea, the standard wages um, at that time for carpenters um, was $0.50 cents an hour. <laughs> and for brick masons, $5.50 a day. Oh, man. Yeah. And it ranged from studio to two-bedroom apartments. And they had 12-foot ceilings and decorative moldings and dark oak floors and these very efficient kitchens and the hotel had central heating and which was very new to this time central refrigeration piped into every refrigerator oh yeah yeah and of course you know this was the roaring 20s so if one were to stop in there you would find flappers and cotillions and probably some bathtub gin <laughs> in this place uh, and it's still around it's still home to many Pittsburghers there are 156 units and also retail storefronts and uh, it is an official historic landmark well looky there look at that in the hill of squirrels nice yeah alright so for for those listening at home um, Tressa and I record this in our home in, in separate rooms and a fun-filled Sunday night, uh, uh, consisting of laundry, is happening. And there's a sheet that Tressa just laid out in the living room area where I am sitting. And our freckled cat has been attacking the sheet. And it's almost like a poltergeist trying to come through the sheet in different spots. As it's draped <laughs> over a table like, um, like a, a tablecloth. So she's under the table, attacking every side of the sheet. 
Well, that's about right. And uh, okay, as thank I'm, you. As I'm as I'm sitting here trying to educate myself or be educated <laughs> by you and focus on this week's trivia. This uh-huh. is my distraction. <laughs> so if my head's not 100 percent in the game, all you yeah. loyal listeners know why. Uh, uh, well, thank you, thank you for that imagery. Uh, let me know how that goes for her mm-hmm. with the sheet. No if matter she wins how it goes, that, she's winning. Yeah, she is. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, then, shall we? Let's try another one. I mean, who knows? Sure. Number three. The Adams War Memorial is located in this neighborhood. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm going back to Mars because Mars was the god of war. That's correct. <laughs> the logic is, I mean, it's its something. It's, uh, I like the way you think. So, yay, you're right. Woo-hoo. This memorial was dedicated in 2014. So it's a newer memorial. And it's located in the Adams Township Community Park. Hence the name, hmm. Adams. Um, and this memorial honors all American veterans who, quote, through their heroism, bravery, and loyalty, have fought to preserve freedom for us all, end quote. And on the memorial is written, all gave some, but some gave all. Hmm. That's powerful. Yeah, it is. It is. So you are three for three at this point in time. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. I'm nervous for you, excited for you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's on. How's Freckles doing? Uh, we're in, we're in a brief intermission, I believe. Okay, okay. The, so you can have your your full focus here. Sure, but the the gray cat is approaching the same table sheet situation. So who knows where that's going to go? I I can't wait to hear. Let's go for number four. Famous author Willa Cather lived in this neighborhood from 1901 to 1906. At the time, she was the telegraph editor and drama critic for the Pittsburgh Leader newspaper. Hmm. Uh, I would like to return to our Hill of Squirrels. Final answer. Oh my gosh, you did it four for four. Woo, it's been a while since I I heard that woo four times. (laughs) It is, in fact, Squirrel Hill. So, Willa Cather, uh, so if, if you're familiar with her, uh, I'm familiar uh, no. with the name, and I have to pause you for a second because the, the freckled cat just leapt through the sheet to attack the gray cat as if by surprise. Well, not as if by surprise, completely by surprise. Oh, uh, why is this not a video <laughs> situation? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the memes we could create. Oh, the memes. So, yes. So, Willa, I know I remember from O Pioneers, that was one of her novels that I read in high school. She also wrote uh, Death Comes for the Archbishop, A Lost Lady. Um, But she did, in fact, teach at Central High School, and then she headed up the English department at Allegheny High School. Um, And though she's known for being from Nebraska, which, you know, where she grew up, she um, used Pittsburgh as the backdrop for many of the short stories she wrote during uh, her time living here. Huh. Um... Don. Tressa. I don't want to overstate, but 
this is a big day for you. It is. I've rebounded in, yeah. a certain, in, in a way. Maybe uh, it was good to be distracted because I didn't think very much. <laughs> that God of War, though, that was good. That was... Mm. Mm-hmm. Powers mm-hmm. of deduction. <laughs> As always, Don, thank you for joining us. Welcome. And congratulations. Hey, thanks. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. And that is going to do it for us here. Episode 9 of Yins Are Good. Again, thank you so much for listening in. Please send us your stories so we can keep sharing with each other and lifting each other up and reminding each other of the good people that are out there and the good stuff that is happening out there. I am your host, Tressa Glover. And until next time, be safe, be kind, be good. Thank yous to Mike Glover, Don DiGiulio, and as always for our fabulous artwork, Mike Rubino.